Welcome to Thrive, your weekly guide to living your healthiest life with Shannon Crow, certified health coach, and Marsha King, dietitian and nationally accredited nutritionist. Each week, we're going to cover all things health and wellness. So let's get to it. Hello. Hi, my friend. How are you? I'm swell. How are you? Good. How'd your morning go? What's the weather like? Um, it is so warm. I almost thought about opening the windows, but then I realized the sun is not inside my home, so it'll actually be cold. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, it is fantastic. It is yeah, fantastic. we got some sunshine here. Right. Much needed. It's very windy, though. We're having like a little like wind advisory till this afternoon. Yeah. I feel like you're a few hours behind me because we had that last night. And okay. crazy with like nothing, a few tiny branches, down, like nothing major. Um, so yes, hopefully the sunshine is behind you. And I just keep waiting for one more winter blast just to come through. I feel like that's kind of where we're at. One, maybe two more little winter blasts, you know, and then we're done. That's what we were thinking too. I was talking to Randy last night and it's like February, right? So let's get that last snowstorm. I'm sure we're going to get something and get it over yeah. with. <laughs> I'm like, even check the weather app now, because earlier this week, it said snow next week. Now it's back to being rain. Like, yeah, I don't think it's going to be maybe one more. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we're heading into spring. Lots of good stuff. Let's talk a little bit about, like, I'm trying to run. It was very windy, but let, okay. let, let, let's talk about movement. Does that sound yeah. good today? Like different forms, you know, different kinds? Because that's a lot about, I think, what you and I both talk about with clients is, um, not just, you know, healthy eating, but healthy lifestyle, which includes movement. Exactly. You know, I mean, all these pieces, right, put together, it's like health and wellness. And then the byproduct usually is weight loss. But hey, you know, we get ourselves yes. into a great, you know, space and feeling well. So, yeah. What does that conversation look like for you and your clients? The whole movement thing? Because I think I like the word movement better than exercise because some days... You can't hit the gym or you don't want to, but you can move. So yeah, what does that conversation look like for you with your client? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I like to use the word movement as well. I mean, thank you. I like, like that because sometimes we say exercise and it gets to be a little bit frightening sometimes yes. for a client or overwhelming. Where do I start? Do I start at a gym? Do I go and buy all this? workout clothes do i start with you know movement with just walking or it just is an overwhelming i guess you know pocket right yes. so when i talk about movement i mean just doing your laundry right or house cleaning we've talked about this that burns calories that is considered what i consider movement right absolutely so the, you know, that we kind of start with, let's look at your day and kind of be mindful during your day. Are you having a sedentary lifestyle where you aren't doing anything? And let's take little baby steps and see, you know, take the stairs. Let's see how many calories we're burning when you do your laundry. So it's kind of, you know, just a little formula I start with. Now there are also clients that are already well on their way and they are exercising three to five times, but it's still yeah. movement and we still are burning calories. So that's kind of where I come from with it. I mean, I love to talk about it. How about you? So I love how you mentioned baby steps, because I think, like you said, when someone says you need to add exercise into your life or change it, that is like, oh my gosh, I tried that once and I failed. I mean, that's kind of where everyone goes. They go to 
the negative front where it could be just maybe, you know, add a, a short walk into your day or maybe, you know, carry carry the load of laundry down the stairs yourself. Don't delegate that to the kids. Add that little extra something uh, into your day, which I think is fantastic. Um, and the whole movement thing too. So, oh, breaking news. I am, I took my final exam. I'm officially a functional nutrition counselor. Congratulations. Uh, and so, thank you. But in my oh, learning too, we look at different you know, illnesses, diseases, um, et cetera, that people are fighting. And sometimes vigorous exercise is not a great thing for certain things. Sometimes I can, you know, if something's flaring up, sometimes a nice, yes, movement's important, but something not as vigorous all the time um, because that can really aggravate the body and cause inflammation that will aggravate whatever ailment somebody's working with. And sometimes it's a short-term issue and sometimes it's a long-term issue. Um, but I think we always look at exercises. You have to run. No, you don't. I like running. You like running, but that doesn't mean you have to. Right. Um, so I think it's being aware that movement doesn't mean like those big, th you know, ride your bike, go for a run. Like those big, join a spin class, a try, you know, Zumba class, pick a ball. You don't have to do that. I mean, you can, but that's, yeah, that's not where it's all at. Agreed. 110%. I love talking about this. Again, that's why I like to use the term movement because there's different, you know, we're all at different levels and stages of our life and, you know, what activities we can do. We also have to just to bring up, be careful if you have an injury, because I know you were dealing with the plantar so. fasciitis, right? But just <laughs> dealing with some sort of, you know, injury. We also want to be very careful because I've had some, you know, clients with tricky knees or tricky ankles and things that have happened. So you also want to be very careful and not re-injure. But starting out small, and this is funny, I always refer to some of my things during school, but I had a teacher who we were doing, um, I think it was, I think it was talking about exercise. I can't really recall what the subject was, but she was saying as she first started out as a dietitian, she had her first client in and, you know, it was a person who was, you know, very sedentary, not a lot of movement. So she was just working with her about small steps. And she was saying that going to the grocery store, lifting a can, right? Just nice. even lifting a gallon of milk or something like that, you're utilizing your body. And she, but I'm laughing because she said that the client looked at her like horrified, but like, it's true though, because you're moving, right? One of my favorite things to do, and I, I haven't done this in a while, but when I'm in a rut and I'm struggling to get my movement in because I'm stressed, exhausted, busy, whatever, there's a couple of things I do in my kitchen. So um, there was a long while I put a kettlebell by the coffee pot. So oh every morning while I made, made coffee, I would do a couple, you know, kettlebell swings or squats or whatever, you know, the day held for me. And it's like, okay, so coffee takes five, maybe 10 minutes, depending on how much coffee I'm making, you know, how many people are in the house or visiting or whatever. And I got a little work at it. So if nothing else went right that day, you know, that stressful day that we, we all have, uh, I had my workout in. I love that. You always have such great ideas. I well, do and, love and that. All Just the like throughout the house. Just yes. add a little bit of boost, right? Somewhere. Or you take out the big pot at dinner time to make soup or whatever. Most pots, I feel like for a lot of people are down in the cabinet. So why not do a couple squats holding the pot? 
I love it. Body weight is such a great thing too. I think a lot of people also make the excuse, oh, I don't have, I don't have a gym membership. I don't want to buy, you know, all the equipment. Weights. Yeah. Like you said, kitchen or not kitchen soup, soup cans. That's a great workout because those are each of eight to 12 or eight to what is it? 10 ounces. I don't know. But if you do yeah, it, really, yeah. you're going to feel it the next day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. And just throughout your day, when we start sometimes with clients, we also are looking at how many calories you're burning. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of great resources out there to just kind of see, oh, if I'm doing two loads of laundry, how much am I really burning? Calories, right? We work with charts yeah. and I give them to clients. But I mean, it's easy to access some of that information to actually feel that accomplishment, right? So I do so know- yeah. I mean, kind of like the whole, where are you now thing, looking at steps. Cause I know a lot of people track their steps. Um, yeah. and I remember I had a few people who, you know, went to mobile work or working from home, um, compared to walking into the office, working in the office and they were struggling to get, even get more than a couple hundred steps in a day. And so when they went back to work, it's almost like they had a train to go back into the office. So I'm curious, do you have guidelines for how many steps you should be getting a day or how do you decide who gets what, obviously with different backgrounds and. Right. I mean, each person is different and that's right. I mean, the post pandemic, we like a lot of people are just now at home, right? So that's something to kind of consider if that's your situation. I um, actually work with a BMR, which I told you before is that basal metabolic rate. So mm -hmm. depending on each individual person. Yes. Then we take steps or whatever the movement is and work that in for a deficit on how many calories, you know, you, you take in for the day and then you burn for the day. Steps wise, um, I think like 2000 steps is about a mile. So, I mean, that's kind of just a little benchmark. 2000 can be a lot for some folks. And for, for some sure. folks, it's like, you know, I'm hitting 6,000. So you're doing a three mile. That's kind of one of the tips, you know, for steps. Absolutely. A lot of people have their Apple watch and, and, you know, it's easy for them to track everything or their phone or, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of uh, great resources and support for that. For sure. Yeah. How about you? Like, like, is it something so that you like? I like number. I like to, because I, like I think we talked about before about weight loss and that sort of thing, counting calories. I'm not huge on counting all the things mm -hmm. because I think first, you know, a lot of people I work with do have a poor relationship with food. Um, and so I like to go by feeling too. And so I think it's good to check in and just be aware um, just as a starting point. You know, if I feel really like I, oh, I feel like I'm such a slug today. How many steps do you have in? You know, what the days you feel more energized are usually for most of us the days we've moved more. So just kind of checking in, oh, you know, I've got closer to this six or 10,000 or, you know, whatever, like you say, whomever you are, whatever your um, yeah. mark is. But just being aware of how you feel. Because I think people forget the more we move, usually means the more energy we have. And start being aware of that. Because obviously there's a maximum too. If you overdo it in the gym or with your workouts, you are going to exhaust yourself. Um, and sometimes in an unhealthy way, if it becomes an obsession. But just being aware of how do you feel? Do you feel more awake today? Do you feel more positive, better attitude? Do you have more energy? Did you sleep better? Um, I think being aware of that and just kind of vaguely looking at how many steps. And then that way you kind of know what we're aiming for. 
something similar. That sounds great. What a great perspective. Yes. In regards to calorie counting, I love that you mentioned that. I mean, there's a way to be intuitive and in how you feel and so forth. Thank you for mentioning that. That's just a formula that I, I work with, but that's very, very important. And I do have also, some people who do the calorie counting too. I think it, 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 everyone just has so much different life experience. Yeah. Some ways are great and so are... <laughs> Right. And you have to find your healthy balance, right? Yes. I think what you were just saying about like movement, sometimes, I mean, it does release an endorphin, right? So we do end up feeling better endorphins too, but sometimes when, you know, it's hard to visualize or feel that endorphin when you're not moving. Yes. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just trying to, once you do it, your energy does increase, you feel better. So you try to make that kind of a conscious thought and how you feel. I always talk about that too, habits changing into new beliefs, but sometimes it's hard and I get that, right? I mean, to kind of just start. Yes. It, it's, yeah. That's well, it's experimenting too. Yeah. You know, cause for me, I used to always exercise and I will say exercise cause that was kind of my, my idea. I do. I'm very aware of movement throughout the day, but I do have some exercises I like to do. Um, and I found that if I did them at the end of the day, which is when I used to do them, just the quality wasn't great. And then I'd be depressed that I didn't, you know, for me, it's running, right. I'd be depressed that oh, I didn't go very fast or, you know, I couldn't go as far as I wanted to. And I finally was like, well, stop whining <laughs> and change the time of day. So I became a morning runner and it's not easy every day, but I find that the quality of my runs are better at a hundred percent, but just overall. And there's something about starting my day. I feel energized, but some days I do my yoga at the end of the day, because for me, that's a nice wind down. So I think it's important to experiment. What time of day works best for you? Is it a lunchtime workout? Is it after the kids go to school? Is it as soon as you get home? I mean, just experimenting to find what is easy, most easily consistent for you. That doesn't disrupt your life. <laughs> um, or yeah. adds to it, that sort of thing. I love that. And you know what that also is, is accountability, right? You're trying new things and then you're, you're holding yourself accountable to try different things to get what works in for you. I mean, it's very important. Sometimes it's hard to get started, but yes, movement is a really hot topic. I love talking about it. There are so many different ways. Hey, I have to ask Super Bowl. Did you do your, I did a couple little jumping jacks. Did you stuff. really? <laughs> yeah, it's during the breaks. So I will admit, so, okay. So you mentioned my, my foot having issues. It's still having issues. Uh, oh, awesome. It's all good. Uh, I think, I think I have a plan now with a podiatrist, but anyway, so it was okay. a long, a longish run and my foot was so grumpy that, <laughs> so I came it's home like, no. and I did some yoga. So I did a bunch of working out beforehand. So I'll be honest. I sat on the couch the whole time because long run, a long yoga session. I'm like, I'm done. And I was okay with that. Yeah. And your body needed that, right? It, did. That, it was a relaxed, you know, you know, restart. I always say like when we're sleeping too, it's like that reset, our body gets rid of toxins, all of that. So yeah, you needed that. That's awesome. Yeah. But I did have my protein as one of the snacks. We had some chicken. So <laughs> I had my protein. <laughs> Good for you. Right. <laughs> I had my cheese dip and I think I was like, I overindulged in it and I felt it the next day. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it, was, just, it was probably to be expected. Yeah. Well, I have fried chicken, I'll be honest. So, but what's <laughs> 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 so those things every once in a while, who cares, whatever, enjoy the moment and move on. 
We have to. And like I said, that was tradition for us. So it's kind of like, I'm not going to do the deprivation. But yeah, I did some jumping jacks. I love that idea during commercials. Got up and yeah, did a little moving. I'm wondering who else did the same thing. I hope I hope a lot of our listeners did the same thing. It's a great idea. Right. I think it's good too. I think we're so I what I notice is we're all in such a world of streaming services. And people are so into binge watching their shows. You know, you never have to go through a commercial anymore. And if you do, it's one tiny commercial. It's 10 seconds or whatever. And I think we used to, back in the day, get up to go <laughs> put a load of laundry in or, you know, do that movement in the commercial. Yeah. Part. We don't do that anymore. We just <clears throat> sit on our bones most of the time. Right. That streaming is true because there's no break. I mean, it's yeah. constant. So yeah, it's nice to be able to be aware of that and set a little timer or whatever you need to do. But yeah. I have one more question about the, um, about movement stuff. So if you have a client, I'm assuming you have some, you know, over the years that want to become a gym person, you know, they want that accountability of going to a gym or the classes that are made available, equipment, but maybe they're terrified. Do you have some tips for somebody who wants to try going to a gym, but they're just overwhelmed or nervous or self-conscious or how do you help your clients with those kinds of concerns? And that's exactly right. I do have examples of that where what we do is kind of look at what's going to feel comfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can it be just starting out with a class can it be just going to the gym? Because I was overwhelmed going to the gym. I mean, I was, you know, I mean, all this equipment, I don't know what to do. I don't have a personal trainer. I know I want to get the most out of my time. So start out small. I do have a client who found a little sweet spot by working out with someone. They like to be social, so that helped take their mind off things where they were actually bouncing ideas or talking about whatever, world events, whatever. But that was something that worked for the client. And, you know, you find some people like to work work out alone. Some Mm -hmm. people do like the social aspect. We've talked about that with running. Yes. Um, So, I mean, that was key for her. But I think starting out, I was overwhelmed um, just Mm -hmm. to kind of take it little by little spend a little bit of time in the gym, maybe just do the bike and then leave. Or maybe, you know, something like that. That's what I found. I try to advise and seems to help. It helped me. Yes. Um, You know, and then it becomes a place that you're comfortable with and routined. So, I mean, that's what you're wanting to get the gym. You know, that's what your goal is. Right. Some people like that to get away from the house, you know, and, and have more opportunities or it becomes more of like a ritual sometimes for people. So what I like to recommend too, is yeah, bringing a buddy if you can. There's yeah. so many gyms out there. I feel like nowadays where some people thrive kind of like universities. Some people thrive in a large big box type environment. And some people do better in a small locally owned by one or you know two trainers. Um, that might be less overwhelming. Um, I liked how you said you went to the bike. I think most of us have somewhere where we feel kind of comfortable. So maybe that's just walking on the treadmill or just uh, going to the bike. I didn't say just, but you know, like one thing, go there, make that your ritual for a while, and then just kind of observe what's happening around you. And then you can kind of see where you want to go next. Um, Because we can all walk. So start on the treadmill with a slow, easy, comfortable walk and just get a lay of the land. Um, 
I remember for me too, when I was a gym person, because now over the years I've collected little items to work at at home with, but the, the locker room was terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. So yeah. I think it's great to, you know, practice going into the locker room, but make sure you, you come in fully dressed in your workout attire, whatever that needs for you. And so you just have the routine of putting, you know, your quote bag, whatever that might include in the locker. You don't have to change in front of anybody, but you start to get comfortable. And then once you get comfortable, then you can maybe start changing at the gym or taking a shower, you know, adding that more vulnerable component in. But that is such a terrifying thing to walk into a locker room and see everyone getting undressed and change. And if it's a new environment, that is extremely terrifying. You're right. Absolutely. You're Oh yeah. I remember that feeling too. I yes. think I just avoided it. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, how can I do this discreetly? <laughs> and that's a whole situation. Um, yeah. You kind of just go in this vacuum and you're like, okay, but I think, yeah, that's great. I mean, just do it like with your clothes on, get yourself. Yes. Oh, and yeah. still make yourself, if you know, once you're ready to go into the locker room, just to put your bag in the locker. Don't even have to worry about changing. You're just, just go in there first. The other thing I think a lot of people don't realize is you can oftentimes try out gyms for a week or a month for free or for something minimal till you find your home, so to speak. And I think a lot of places offer a free trainer or something super inexpensive for one try. That person can show you how to use the equipment or they can help you, you know, guide you to whatever your goal might be. You know, I have back, you know, sore back. Can you help me find some workouts and exercises that will help um so i think being aware of your gym's services it's kind of like a lot of other things in life we know some of the basics but a lot of them have more to offer than we realize oh my gosh i love that yeah personal trainers sometimes they give it like a free session you kind of get yourself you know comfortable also love that you said try different gyms i mean they're all different vibes like you said the big box versus the ymca versus whatever yes. but see what your you know, what your vibe and your tribe is, right? To where you feel comfortable. I, I like that a lot. I mean, I think I went small at first, but then I was able to gradually work up to some of the clubhouse stuff. But yeah, I like that. Try it, it's right? It's funny. Yeah, try it. And the funny thing, talk to people too. Because I remember there were some big box stores in our neck of the woods. And it's funny, some people are like, well, I like this location of the big box gym versus that location because of the vibe. So I think just talking to people, if you choose a big box gym, or even some of the smaller gyms have multiple locations. Mm-hmm. If you can, depending on the, you know, the the registration or whatever you want to call it, the membership, um, try a couple different locations too. It might be worth the extra five minute drive if you feel more comfortable or they maybe yeah. have a different class that you prefer. Um, I, I did that too. I was Orange Theory. Do you guys have oh, yeah. Orange Theory? Yeah. Have lots of them here. I have not gone, but yeah, I've heard, yeah. Some people love certain- But I tried different ones. ones in different locations and they all had a different vibe, right? Mm-hmm. A different instructor, but the whole like, clientele all of it but yeah that's great and they give free usually a free time to time to try try it right a little trial I love that and it's okay to change that's for going to the gym yeah I do that's so good and then movement like we said is just all over right I mean we are moving as long as we're you know doing something and walking I mean that's a good one we're getting into the spring just a little fresh air Oh my god! Different so pages, scenery, right? 
and there's so many body weight things you can do. Sometimes I'll be, um, so I think everyone knows, if not, I teach violin and viola as well as um, half of my life. And sometimes when we're doing this, you know, warm ups, um, I'll just stand on one foot. And then we'll switch to, you know, a different warm up and I'll switch to the other foot. It works on mobility. I'm strengthening that one leg. It's a tiny gesture, if you will, but it's a small little something. And it's consistent. I mean, you're doing that during the mm-hmm. lesson. So you're building that strength. It's And you can do that in the grocery store. You know, when you're pushing a cart, stand on one foot, you know, push the cart with one hand, push the cart with the other hand. Yeah. Also. So many wonderful ideas. Let's toss it out to the audience too. You guys let us know something that you feel is like a movement. It doesn't have to be something big. Like I said, we were just talking about lifting cans, 12 ounce cans, but just... I don't know, some great ideas. I mean, movement is everywhere and that's something that we can incorporate into our lifestyles. So you guys have any it. good ideas, share them with us. Yes. Love it. So we talked about adding a new segment to our podcast episodes called yeah. What's Cooking? Because I think like you and I were talking too earlier this week, we kind of get in rut sometimes um, where we do the same thing every day, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but obviously diversity is this, or you know, what do you want to call it? It's not diversity. What am I looking for? The variety. Because I think, yeah, it's, it's fun to get new ideas that are tangible something that's not going to be require all those new ingredients or you know six hours in the kitchen so what what are you up to what's cooking this week for you um i am going to actually refer back to i've been so crazy busy but i'm going to refer back to my routine so you're going to have to take us with this one but i have done (laughs) so many like i do my seafood my bowls my veggies and then I'll, i'll end up with my fruit bowl for my dessert and that's pretty much solid what i've done i've done salmon Mm-hmm. Always get the wild caught salmon. Yes. That's a great tip because that is full of your omega three, your anti-inflammatory. And if it's not wild caught, you're getting omega six, and that is inflammatory. And but, they yes, also and add pink color to the salmon too. Yes, not to wild caught. <gasps> yes, isn't that amazing? Yeah, because they're not healthy, so they're adding oh. the color to make it look healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So I've done that. My salmon bowls, I do hard boiled eggs. My, my week has been very routine. Um, I did ahi tuna steak, which I do love that. I did throw that in there. Um, Can I still go back and then to your just bowls? Got, so when you said your bowls, sorry? You, what, yes. what all's in your bowls? You've got the tuna steak, but like what is all in your bowl? Well, I layer it with like a brown rice and then okay. I'll put spinach lettuce Mm. on it and then I'll put my protein and then I usually bake a veggie like I had zucchinis red bell peppers those kind of things so like I'll bake Brussels sprouts whatever and then I top it with that so that's kind of just the basic layers do you do a sauce or anything or a dressing of any sort or just the natural juices the natural juices but you can add it I mean I don't know I I sometimes do there's like a little Oh, what do I use here? It's um, it's like a cream-based, like a yum-yum sauce, but not really. But I mean, you can do that. I mean, you're just okay. adding a little flavor. But yeah, I think I've just kind of liked that. Like the ahi tuna. I love the taste of that, right? And so I just like it mm, yeah. like that with the other, other items in the bowl. So that's been my routine this week. But variety is the slice of life. So we yes. can try some things. Well, I feel like you could prep a lot of that stuff in advance too for the people who are also living crazy schedules and 
I mean, you could probably do a whole bunch of the brown rice in advance and, you know, have a whole bunch of shredded spinach ready to go. I feel like there's a lot of things you could do. Roast a bunch of veggies and stick those in a in a freezer container, a fridge container, right? Absolutely. That's beautiful meal prep. I mean, the bag, you get the bag lettuce, that's already ready to go, but that's meal prep right, right there. Getting your yes. things ready, veggies, put them in the freezer, all of that, the proteins. Um yeah, I was going to say something now, but I forgot. But like, have you tried anything new? I'm just all... So I, I'm not really anything new, but I, I kind of resurrect things at different times of the year. So I brought back the spaghetti squash, Yum. Um, which is one of those things that you pass it all the time, squash. It seems so time consuming, but if you pop it in the microwave for a couple seconds, you can cut it open. Actually, wait a second, it's like two minutes. You can okay. slice it open real easily. Bake right. it while you're doing something else. And then what we did, because I grew up with doing spaghetti squash just as pasta, like, you know, with tomato sauce or whatever. Um, in my house, we do it like a taco bowl or taco salad. So I'll I'll roast some chicken breast and some like roasted um, red peppers. Um, I toss in some Greek yogurt. So it'd be like a, instead of sour cream, get a little bit of those probiotics in there, a little salsa. You could do a little cheese, whether it's vegan or or dairy cheese, whatever your preference. Um, but you, I mean, it's a huge meal, so filling, but you don't feel grossful either. You feel so satisfied. Um, you could do beans in there too. In our house, I don't, I'm the only one who likes the beans. So <laughs> we do not do that. But it's, it's just a fun taco bowl. Mm. That's what, yeah, that's what we resurrected this week. I love it. Well, let's toss it out there. Maybe some other folks will try some of these bowls or I love that idea. Kind of make it fun. It's like a taco, but it's like all these healthy things and we feel satiated. That oh is the gosh, one yeah. important thing, right? So we are satisfied and all of that in there has those great macro and micronutrients. I love that bowl. Yes. Yes. And then just you know, throw everything away or put in the compost because you're done, you know, with the- yeah. Eat it right out of the squash. So toss it in the compost or, you know, what, what have you, depending of course, what you put in there, maybe. That's great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very conscious. The whole meal. All right. Well, let's think of some things for next week and you have yourself a wonderful week. It's so good catching up with you. You too. Enjoy the sunshine. I'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. joining us for another episode of Thrive, your weekly guide to living your healthiest life. Head over to our Facebook and our Instagram and share with us your takeaways from today's episode. If you enjoy our podcast, please share with others and be sure to like, rate, and review. May you continue to strive to thrive and we'll see you next week.